Hi friends, welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast about marriage, divorce, and the crazy adventures of co-parenting with your hosts, April and Lauren. Join us each week as the wife and former wife of the same man discuss a topic straight from their personal experiences of what it takes to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively co-parenting six children. Welcome to episode 68. This was a holiday week for us, and I always feel like when we miss a day of work that our entire week's thrown off. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea today was Wednesday. But we're so caught up. Like, we are. In our things. We're ahead, like of, the we're game. ahead of the game. It's so, we haven't been that way in a long time. Okay, don't jinx us here. I'm, knock, knock on wood. We're preparing for our co-parenting world to be altered a little bit. With Roy leaving for orders to California, and then John's headed there for training. I don't want to jinx us, so I'm just not going to say. I'm just pretending like nothing is going to change. Yeah, nothing's going to change. I don't. I think we're fine. fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Does that sound convincing? (laughs) We're fine. (laughs) We're fine. (laughs) Last week we discussed relationships between step siblings. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go catch up. And this week we are talking about then and now the compromise that started a routine and structure in our co-parenting relationship. And if you read our blog, if you don't, you should, because it kind of correlate. Well, it does correlate every yeah. week with our podcast. But if you read our blog, you'll see that we were talking about when we shared the same nanny, which, yes, we, still which we still do. Yeah. But we talked about the entire story of how it began. We thought we would go into detail a little bit more and give listeners a better understanding of how it all happened and how it all went down and what we did to navigate the compromise. During that particular time, our co-parenting relationship was still pretty hit or miss, not nearly as volatile as it was in the very beginning but i think we were still lacking some communication and trust yeah there was oh, a lot of there, definitely there trust. an entire foundation we were lacking yeah because this was right after we started working on developing our own custody agreement outside yes, of court that's right and if i remember correctly one of the first and easiest things for us to agree on was maintaining as close to the same routine as possible in each home that's right we knew that and everybody knows that routine and structure is very, very important in raising kids. And even more so, I think, with blended families. Like oh, you, yeah. You have I, to do You that. have to. That's necessary. Right after John was granted temporary custody of the boys, one of the first things that we had to do was hire a nanny because John and I worked full time, obviously. And if you've ever hired a nanny, you can feel our pain. The interview process is tedious. You're finding someone that's going to essentially love your kids like they're raising your children yeah they're raising your kids Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people are really against it but i'm totally for the nanny life like (laughs) i mean in our situation it's necessary yeah Uh, we don't have the luxury of being stay-at-home moms if i were a stay-at-home mom if you were stay-at-home mom we would not have no a nanny mm-hmm. whatsoever but anyway we do hiring the nanny is a task and add in the fact that you need to explain certain things about your family dynamic but you don't want to give up all the jerry springer off the get-go that's right because then you're going to scare all these poor people away i want to point out how ridiculous this all is now looking back it's it's so ridiculous <laughs> that i almost laughed well first of all for our listeners i don't think we've ever even mentioned the fact that we share a nanny no. which is kind of a cool thing honestly yeah. um and when you talked about this because you text me one day i was on my way home from work and you're like hey i think we should like write about how we share the nanny and i was like oh my gosh i was just thinking about that too like and can you believe that we've done it for almost two years yeah so we've had her for um 
almost three, I would say yeah. three collectively. Um, but I didn't need a nanny because I didn't have custody of the children. So and that's what was so when I started writing this week, I texted you and I was like, this is just brought out. And so many memories. It has. But we laugh so much about our despair. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's totally fine for us. But you had offered the boys to stay with you because at that time, I think you had just moved back to the area. You and were I didn't still have in a school. job. That's right. Yeah. So you hadn't found a, a job yet. So you offered to keep the boys for us while we worked. And of course, you know, that made too much sense. So of course, <laughs> the offer was declined. <laughs> and, you know, the anger was still extremely prevalent in our relationship. I, I totally forgot about this. So you so just mentioned Anytime it. one of us could get the upper hand on the other, it was exactly what happened. It was just yeah. so ridiculous. So it was kind of funny because this, ex- I can't believe you, you remember this. I can't I believe I forgot about it. But you're right. I had offered to watch my own children. Yeah, like, I'll be your nanny. Um, and mm-hmm. I, ironically enough, was a nanny for yes. all of what seven, eight months for a long time. You for, nannied for someone else. For someone else's three children <laughs> that were the same ages as mine. It's not funny. It's so funny, but it's, it's not. funny looking back on it now. Because it like. Why would we have not done that? Oh, don't worry. I had my moment of making your trying to make your lives difficult. Oh, too. I know. I mean, we all we did because it. And- when it came time for us to finally share, have this opportunity to share a nanny, I was like, um, no, thank you. I will find my own. And you yeah. I remember what you said. You're like, good luck finding someone that'll <laughs> only work every other week. <laughs> That's true. Though. But in my head, I'm thinking, but your nanny, you're going to have to tell her she can only work every other week. Yeah, but she's so great. She would have. I know. But I will say this. Everything certainly happens for a reason. And now I really wouldn't change that because Mm-mm. look nope. at where we are. If it hadn't been for that time and God works in mysterious ways. And I know that's really far fetched to think, oh, we went through all that custody just so we could have a really good nanny. No, that's probably not it. However, we do. We do. We ended up with the greatest nanny. And I can't, looking back, I could never imagine my life without Kayla. No. She, like, she's so much more. She's more than a nanny. Right. She has been a sounding board. She's been, like, the voice of reason. Yes. She's very confidential. So you feel like you're talking to a friend. You know that you I never have ever worried about that. No. Not ever worried about her going out and saying, oh my gosh, Anything about the two of us. Nothing. (laughs) Those two wives. If there's anyone that should have that She's that got allowance. some dirt. I'm it sure that she's her. heard things. I mean, we really she's did try to keep... She's seen things. Bless her. Right. She's seen things and she... But I'm sure that she's... She's so respectful. And the boys, above anything else, the boys love her. They do. They've never been this in love with another mm-hmm. person outside of our family. Yes. And I, I mean, that's that's just great. I think we went through two nannies before we found the perfect fit. How many did you have? Uh, I went through... I want to say two as well. I yeah. did go through two. One only lasted a day. So, <laughs> mine only lasted a day, but there was a whole thing about that. Ooh. Oh. So fast forward, Kayla was with us for over a year. And the nanny that you had at the time, I believe, was moving away. Mm-hmm. So we reached out and suggested that we utilize Kayla in both homes because obviously we just said the boys adored her and it would keep things more copacetic. I think that there was reluctancy on both sides. Yes. And for you... You'd said that you were really uncomfortable having our nanny with yes. you on your weeks. Uh-huh. I was. I thought it was a spot <laughs> situation. Which is stupid because it's not like I'm even there. You're so... <laughs> what is that word? I'm paranoid. So I'm like, aware. <laughs> Thank you. You're like... Somebody's watching me. All the time. They can hear us. All the time. And I didn't want to like her. Yeah. 
But I did. Well, because I think she was an entity. You felt like she yeah, was an entity I, of me. Because or you us. guys, I didn't get to be a part of the selection process. Right. She had already been your nanny for a year. And I was very much not on the ends with you guys when she was selected. So I felt a little bitter about it. Oh, and yeah. So I, like, I would. Oh, you had every right. I, I totally hope relate. I hope that I don't like this woman. And I did. Yeah. I loved her. I loved her the second. You just can't not. You, you just can't. You know, not. You especially can't. with the boys. Um, You did. I know. I remember you saying like you felt like you were going to be set up and that she was kind of working against you. All right. So truth be told, there was some reluctancy on our part. And I'll be completely vulnerable right now and say this, that I had so much anxiety for Kayla coming to your house. And I thought maybe she would go there and complain like that I'm so OCD or telling you that my house wasn't as clean as I say it is or, you know, that the boys were misbehaving. I wasn't doing a good job or I was just a horrible boss. And, I, you know, obviously she was going to think, oh, well, why did John marry this wife when he had that yeah, wife? This she crazy was so one. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. I know. It's just so it was crazy. But that's the things you think. Yes, it is. And I think one thing is Kayla has a she takes her job of being a nanny very seriously. Absolutely. So she's very professional. So there was no back and forth or tattletailing. There's no gossip. No. It was a job for her and she treated it accordingly. And I was appreciative of that because it made me kind of come outside of my discomfort with not wanting her there and be okay and more open to, to having this be a new part of our co-parenting. And I think... I've always been the type of person that I want everything to be perfect. I want things, even if they're not perfect, they need to look perfect so you can assume that everything is great. Oh, that sounds really healthy. <laughs> I mean, you know, so that's just me. I'm going to put that out there. But I, that was the same way with her. I didn't want her to necessarily know that our family was a crazy crap show and that we didn't have it together and that we were going through this horrible thing. I mean, I'm sure that she knew things yeah. and she heard things, but I didn't want to to give her just the whole in and out of it. And Having her come in between homes, I made sure that I never said, well, how does Lauren do this? Or what is that? I did the same thing. Yeah, because you yep. don't want her to, to think. You don't want like, her to feel like she's caught in the middle. Exactly. That's right. You don't yep. want her to feel like she's in the middle. So when you and I were finally able to agree that it was the best interest of our kids, and not to mention for us, if we share the same nanny, Kayla was on board, so gracious to work with both of our schedules. And it was honestly one of the best decisions. It really was. That we made as co-parent. Yes, it was. And it, the fact that we thought we were done having a nanny when, yeah. you know, we had all children in school because obviously we didn't need anyone during the day and then COVID hit. So, so now she's back. She's back. She's and back with the crazy Kirk. We're very grateful. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine if we didn't have a Kayla. Like, what do people do without a Kayla? I don't know. Everybody needs to get on a Kayla. You know what else I find funny? Here we are talking about how we were so concerned over, like, what was going to happen between each other's homes or what was going to get said. We should have been more concerned with this poor woman watching our children. I know. <laughs> our children. Well, we already knew she was okay with that. That's the hardest part of the that whole thing. That was the hardest thing. part. It was the after effects of us being so crazy. That. But I do think that it strengthened our relationship and our communication having oh, her it did it forced us to discuss things it did more so than and we be had adults yes because you put have our best foot yeah forward, you have this sure. you know employee essentially who's very respectful very mature very responsible in this huge task that she has so it's like come on we don't need to be immature and you know something else that as an adult which i don't always do a good job at this and i don't think all adults do a good job at this no sometimes, we don't but as an adult, you want to be a good example for everyone, but especially someone younger. And Kayla's yes. old enough or Kayla's young enough to be my daughter. I wanted to be a good example to her mm -hmm. of 
you know, a decent, honest person. So that was another thing that I was like, okay, I can't. Well, yeah, because you don't want this person to run away either. No, <laughs> you know, we I need didn't want to scare her off. We don't need to scare her off. Oh my lord, God, please! But don't. it got to the point where she was spending. Remember, she spent Fourth of July with us. I mean, oh yeah, she was a part of the together. Fa- yeah, she yeah. was a part of our family. She is. I mean, she's kept my grandson. She's been to baby shower. Mm-hmm. Like she literally is part of our family. I could. She left us for just a little while because her husband deployed. Yep, that's right. And that was the time. But even you know, I'm like. I don't know what I could do. I want to always have her. I know. In our lives. So I will find something for her to do. So that she has to be here. I am. We're running out of kids. Well, we need a dog sitter next. Ooh, yay. <laughs> we're never running out of kids. P.S. Because we have like 22. Oh. So there's always some. There's some real interesting stuff going on in the world right now. You're right about that. You know, the one thing that always makes me feel like I'm making a difference, though, is purchasing and using products that are better for the environment. I could not agree more. One of my favorite things is our latest discovery, Real Paper, the tree-free toilet paper made from 100% bamboo. There are no ink dyes or BPA, just natural bamboo toilet paper. That's right. Real Paper is three-ply, providing extra comfort, softness, and strength. The packaging is plastic-free. Even the tape is made from paper. You can even get it conveniently delivered to your doorstep with free shipping as often as you would like. That means never having to worry about running out again. What's even better, every rule you purchase helps fund access to clean toilets for those in need. How could you not want to improve the quality of life for disadvantaged people around the world? Absolutely. So join us in the pursuit of environmental sustainability by reducing waste and helping make the world a cleaner place for our children. You can purchase real paper today by visiting www.realpaper.com. And be sure to use our special code chaos that's c-h-a-o-s to receive 25 percent off your order a big thank you to real paper for sponsoring this episode lauren and i thought what better way to explain this dynamic that we created than to invite our beautiful nanny on the show today joining us is the kirk farner family nanny kayla hi thank you Kayla, we are so glad to have you on the show, and we're so grateful just to have you, period, in our lives, because... Yeah, you're not allowed to leave us ever. <laughs> we I just won't. told Kayla, she lives here now, forever. All right, we're just going to jump right in and get started, because we've already explained how we got to this point of having you uh, as our dual nanny. We'll just start with our questions. Kayla, when you first started with us, did you ever think to yourself that the situation we were going through at that time was just too much for you and maybe you weren't comfortable with it? No, it was definitely different and I had to get used to it. But I mean, we got through it and I'm thankful, you know, that everybody is together now and... Because you've seen us through some real nasty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> she has been there since the very beginning. Sorry. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I remember the first, and I wrote about this this week, that the first time when we first hired you, it was right after the verdict. And I don't know that we even really explained very much because you were the third nanny that we had. The first two didn't really work out. And so we hired Kayla and... It was just like, hey, we didn't really tell our situation, I don't even think. I just, we didn't even have to explain anything to her really at that time because the way the custody was set up. We didn't have to explain anything until much later when the custody agreement changed. And then it was like, okay, is she even going to stay with us still? Because who wants to just work one week on and one week off? And that was the big deal. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I totally fought that because I was like, I'm not going to let this woman into my house on my weeks who's after you know I really thought you were a spy so it made me very uncomfortable <laughs> did you ever get that vibe from me 
No. Oh, um, thank God. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I could tell at first, you know, like, when I first started doing it, we decided, like, oh, I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to go, like, to Lauren's house. Do we talk? Do we not talk? Like, I didn't want to like you <laughs> because I wanted to have a reason to, like, blame you guys for hiring a nanny without me. And I really didn't want to like you, but I liked you the first, second, and the boys were so comfortable. So it made their transition of their weeks, I think, when we went to our differences of custody, so much easier. Did you ever feel like you were kind of placed directly in a war zone with us? No. No? How did you get used to everything? I mean, you know, especially when it split. Right. You know, like. Do I talk? Do I not talk? Was it easy to kind of compartmentalize each home? Just knowing like what was expected in this home and what was expected in Lauren's home? Yeah, because I know how you are about your house and you're more laid back, I feel like. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Do you hear that, April? (laughs) Yes, I know I'm not laid back, okay? I'm working on it, not really. (gasps) Uh, Did you lay back than some people? That's right. (laughs) Did you mean John? (laughs) No, she doesn't. (laughs) No. (gasps) Did you notice a difference between when you started having the kids all the time in both homes? Did you notice a difference in their behaviors from when you first started nannying? Uh, when we first started out, definitely, like, you know, some weeks they would just have attitudes because they were going back and forth so much and they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, y'all were just starting like to co-parent. So they were trying to play everybody's cards yeah. and see who was going to let them do what. They still do that. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, um, not much has changed. Uh, they did, did that today on me, actually. Did you ever have to referee with them, though, like? For us, whenever we did an exchange, the kids would always tattle on the other parent. Did they ever tattle about us to you? No, not that I can remember, no. But they do now. <laughs> they tattle on us now to you? I don't think so. No? Hmm. That's, am- that's amazing. But they say, oh, I want to go to dad's on your week, and then your week, oh, can we go see mom? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's how it works. Or they just beat other children with golf clubs because oh yeah that happened today fun you know the neighbors kids it's fun um all right kayla do you think that sharing a nanny between homes that have shared custody is beneficial for the children yes because they have the same person they don't have to switch back and forth yeah between two people do you think it's also beneficial because you can kind of keep that routine even though two houses are very different you're almost facilitating a similar routine for them in both homes, which I think kind of gives us peace of mind. Like we know that she's going to do the same thing in the other home that she would in our home. Does that make sense? Yes. I feel like I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I think that it it's good for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So as a nanny that bounces between homes and families, what do you think would be some good advice that you could give other families that do a shared custody? Make sure you're honest about everything. Y'all have both been really honest about everything. And make sure you tell them what you expect. Y'all are both really honest about that. Um, you know, other families might not be. And the kids might not understand that you're supposed to do this with them. And they'll try to tell you, oh, like, I don't have to do this. Like oh, today. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so they were naughty on your week, April. Is that what she's saying? <laughs> Yes. Okay. I wouldn't say naughty. Jagger just likes to get over on me. You know why? It's because they're dad. Oh, we always blame the dad. <laughs> but it is. He's just the ice cream man, and I gotta be the mean mom all the time. Really not fun. 
I wanted to talk to you just one one more thing. I wanted to talk to you about routine because I I, I want to ask this question because I don't remember it very well. I know that was a big thing for Lauren and I and John. I'm, I'll include him even though he wasn't very much involved. He just kind of does what he's told at this point. But for our routines, we wanted the kids to be very structured and on the same routine and have kind of the same rules and everything copacetic in both homes. Do you feel like we did a good job at that in the beginning? And you could be honest because. Yeah, I do. I feel like we're all kind of more laid back now that we're all like co-parenting good. And I know what y'all expect. And I know what they're going to try to pull over somewhat. It just obviously depends on what they have in mind. Well, it's nice that she thinks we at least had it together. We may, we fooled her. Did you think we really had it together in the beginning of this yeah, co-parenting? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. Like, I mean, y'all tr- y'all tried the best you could before y'all really, like... What do you think of how our progress has been? I feel like I'm sitting in front of my teacher. Like, what do you think? <laughs> how have I done? Did I get an A? <laughs> I a think y'all have done really good. I actually was telling Austin uh, before I moved back here about it, you know, because I was like, oh, I left, you know, for Austin's deployment. And I see that, like, they're co-parenting, like, really good. And, like, they have this podcast and, like, they're doing this and they're doing that and I was like that makes me so happy because I know like y'all like had like a rough like patch. Did you ever expect it to get to this? I hoped but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Not, that makes all three of us. None of us were sure. And thank you for those compliments. You'll get that bonus. I promise you. <laughs> I'm kidding. She was telling the truth. We really are great. <laughs> Alright one more last question before we finish up. Which one of us do you like better? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> that wasn't oh. no. How I like the dogs better. Hold on. (laughs) Good answer. How much do you love working for the Kirk Farner family? I love it. That's why I came back. (laughs) She just keeps coming back to us. We thought we were done. You know, we we were like, oh, this is our first year of having all of our kids in school. We're done with having a nanny and putting the kids in before and after school care and all those things. And then COVID was like, no, but you're not done. So spend all of your money. And we're okay spending all of our money on Kayla because she's worth every penny. And we love her. Thank you so, so much, Kayla, for being here and talking with us today and we can't wait to have you back again i appreciate it we're gonna start like the nanny diaries oh oh, that'd be cool yeah you can tell all the dirt (laughs) there's really well oh oh, you can stop lying now okay (laughs) (laughs) all right back to business this is the world's okayest mom segment and i'm at a loss <laughs> i'm just at a loss this week for this segment oh. we have a stepmom that's asking is it okay or normal for a 13 year old girl to be infatuated with patrick dempsey who is 53 she says i get having crushes but the age difference is the biggest concern and the non-stop posting pictures of him on social media she states that it is not Patrick Dempsey of the 80s, but the Silver Fox Patrick Dempsey oh of my. the 2020 era. And it's her significant other's daughter, and she feels both of her parents think that it's cute and funny, but she does not. Why does this is this woman, as a stepmom, even posting this publicly well, it, it, for the internets? Are you even a stepmom if this is your biggest complaint? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, Siri, we just talked to you, like, last week when we s- bought the Granimals clothes. And oh, yeah. Was that last week? And yes. we brought them back and forth in the same clothes, and, and you're worried about her life. I feel like you're just nitpicking for 
stepmom issues if yeah. this is one of, that you've decided to like, choose. I'll take your Patrick like, Dempsey and I will. you uh, <laughs> a Jagger. A Jagger or a Jack. Yes. Okay, so wait just a minute. I did, Patrick Dempsey's like the McDreamy guy. Yes. Right? Okay, so I've thought that, but you know, I'm not really good with names. Yes. Okay, he's hot. He is. I don't really know if that's a I mean, I was 13 and I was definitely boy crazy like Josh Hartnett and Chris Klein, um, probably Keanu Reeves at one point. I mean, they were much older than me, but I I mean, I've had a crush on Richard Gere since Pretty Woman and every woman did. Yeah. And then New Kids on the Block. I mean, they were. I think unless it's getting to like an inappropriate point, but I mean, he's also on Grey's Anatomy, which is a super popular show, especially for teenagers. You know, they're just kind of getting into the dramas. Yeah, I just don't. I don't find find it. Yeah. An issue. I really, really don't. There are just so many more issues. I mean, and to be fair to her, it's her issue. And I really just don't see a problem in it. There could be like... There could just I mean, be so many other I want, things I would she like could be to attracted know, to. She could be attracted to animals. I'd like to know how long this woman has been a stepmom for. Because if you're just starting out on your stepmom journey, you better buckle up. Oh, hold is, on, honey. Hold your bridges. Because this ride's about to get and wilder. It's a 13-year-old girl. Whoo! Good luck to you. Wait till she's 16. Yeah, it's going to get worse by the minute. She could... They could have you to raise. This is true. <laughs> Ask my parents and my stepmoms, mom. Bless then you their, can have I probably to needed about. twelve other moms. <laughs> hey, at least she's not like me and pregnant at thirty. <laughs> so there's that. That's true. <laughs> You're welcome. That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about us, visit our website at www.wifestales.com. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're the first to know about all our upcoming events. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to tune in every Sunday for new episodes. We would love for you to subscribe and review our podcast. Always remember, with prayer, anything is possible.